Welcome to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. I'm Andy Barr, owner of Barr Transportation. We're so glad you joined us today. Now, our mission here is very simple at Barr Transportation. It's to provide you with the most reliable and honest national transportation for your goods, paired with proactive communication throughout the entire life of the load. Now, this podcast is designed exactly for you. It's for sales managers, produce managers, logistics managers, traffic managers, the entire C-suite, anyone else who really wants to perform at the top of their game in this global food and beverage industry. So whether you're big or small, West Coast or East Coast, this podcast is meant for you. Now make sure to stick around at the end of each show and we'll reveal how you can apply to be on the show yourself so you can grow your authority, build partnerships, and help your business boom. Interviews are about 15 to 20 minutes long and I'll leave you with my favorite quote, preparation plus opportunity equals success. That's it. I'll see you on the inside. Enjoy this episode. All right, everyone. So welcome to another episode of the Food and Beverage Podcast. I'm Andy Barr with Barr Transportation. Today, we are honored to be joined with Philip Cupins. Philip Cupins. Uh, Philip, thank you for joining us. And uh, we're excited to jump into the, the pickle world. Uh, thanks, Andy. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, uh, looks like you're in Dallas, Texas. There is that. Uh, is that right, Dallas, Fort Worth? Yeah, that's right. We're just outside of Dallas and Mesquite. Both of our uh, manufacturing plants are located there and have been since the uh, since we started. Awesome, awesome. Are you a Cowboys fan? You know, I've moved around quite a bit, so I'm I'm kind of a fan of, of wherever I end up. But uh, having been involved in sports directly my my whole life, I, I tend to follow players more than teams. So um, I, I guess I'm kind of a, a general sports fan just because of, you know, my pathway and career and stuff. I guess I view it a little bit different. Sure, sure. No, definitely. I, uh, I was, uh, well, I still am a big Ohio State fan. And I think you, I think you still have Zeke Elliott. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. do. So, hopefully, he uh, you know has a good year this year, and we get back to normalcy as we get some fans in the stands, and you know, a little bit back to normal. So, uh, without further ado, let's just jump in. You know, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of tell us a little bit about like who you are. You know, more about the the pickle juice company, and how did you get into the pickle business? Sure. So. Um... I'm, I'm Philip Cupins. My background is a large organizational CPG, um, multinational companies and stuff like that. Uh, I was in the military for a little while, so uh, learned a little bit about logistics with part of my role there as a common engineer. Um, and I was involved in sports as, as an athlete in freestyle skiing and, and then rugby as well. So the opportunity wow. to join an organization that is designed to treat a problem that's prevalent within about 50% of the athletic community. And then a large portion of uh, the, you know, general community uh, who get muscle cramps, whether it be athletic induced or nighttime blood cramps, I, I found really fascinating. I also saw the opportunity to help create a go-to-market strategy that was, that was pretty unique. Um, I've always kind of been in to in the CPG and, and food space, having uh, gone to undergrad and grad school around the consumable space, I, I think it was kind of all, always in in my career track. Mm-hmm. But then the opportunity to to 
form of branding strategy that allowed us to create a hybrid model between traditional CPG, mission-based and experiential was too good to pass up. So I joined the organization in 2015, uh, sort of got to be part of a complete relaunch, revamp, rebranding initiative. And, and since then we've been, we've been blowing up. We went through from about, you know, uh, 500 or so points of distribution in 2015 to over 10,000 domestically. We oh opened gosh. up an office in, uh, Australia as well, South Africa, we're opening up in Europe. So we've gone from being a small regional brand to being a global brand in in about five years with uh, no outside funding. Uh, we're completely self-funded, which is super exciting and allows us to wow. sort of com- continue to be aggressive, fast moving uh, <clears throat> and, and adjust to the marketplace. So it's been a really exciting ride so far. We just announced our the opening of, of our new facility, so we're moving up to uh, manufacturing space that's going to quadruple our uh, manufacturing capacity. It's going to let us launch some of the new products we've been developing. It's going to allow us to get into co-packing. So it's it's been pretty it's been a pretty wild five years, to be honest. Wow! And then that new facility is in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's it's about rock throwing distance from our old facility, so the the transmission the transition is pretty smooth. Okay, very good, very good. And the problem you said that this product solves, you mentioned muscle cramping. I, I don't know if this is true. I don't I don't know anything about pickle juice, but I like it. Is that it solves dehydration or potentially? Can you like what's the main problem that pickle juice solves? Yeah, so it's important to clarify that pickle juice is a trade name, right? It's it, so. This has nothing to do with pickles. It's got nothing to do with uh, the the brine that pickles are preserved in. This is a uh, purpose purpose built product from the ground up that uses a proprietary grain of acetic acid that interrupts the nerve signals that cause muscle cramping. So muscle cramps are a neurological phenomenon rather than a physiological phenomenon. And our product's the only product in the world that's been scientifically proven time and time again to address that issue. And that's why we have about two thirds of the NFL using our product, MLB, NHL, Olympic delegations. Wow. Two thirds uh, of the NFL is using your product. Yeah, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, internationally, we're you know we've got pro soccer teams that make these NFL franchises look small. You know, we've got uh, international Olympic delegations, cricket, rugby. Uh, so it's that's why we have expansion in Australia and South Africa, and coming up in Europe. So it's it's really a unique product. Um, the 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 term pickle juice was was kind of uh, something we came up with because it was it, it's a unique approach where we're uh, developing highly functional products that are considered foods rather than medicines or supplements. So we needed to create a very unintimidating, familiar go to market strategy. So we based the product branding around. How, what the consumer experience would be uh, similar to, uh, and then you know we came up with the name pickle juice uh, before the, before our product. Everybody called pickle brine, pickle brine, um, but now we kind of suffer the same fate that Xerox and Kleenex and Thermos and other brand names that are now associated with a, a, a larger perceived market face. So it's kind of a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing in that sure. everybody knows your name. It's a curse that people think that it's. The, the same thing of, you know, the stuff in the jars, which it's not. Okay. So with 
with the um, you know pickle juice sector and the and the uh, you know muscle cramping solution sector, what would you say are the top two advantages that you have as you compete in the marketplace? Uh, sure. I think um, the, the reality is that we, we're the only product in the world that's that's been proven to work. There have been other products that have tried to enter this space and, and not had success. Uh, there was one product in particular that raised about $98 million in capital and, and tried to create a competing product. Uh, and they uh, you know, aren't really around anymore. Three years later, there are other products that have attempted to replicate our brand, like our product, that also don't work because they they haven't been engineered the way our product has. Um, that and we Got have it. a trademark to the name Pickle Juice. So, in the space itself, specifically for um, serving our purpose we really don't have any real competition. We have some perceived competition or people that are attempting to take a piece of that pie. Uh, but our, our, our challenge is more educating the consumer on differentiation rather than a, a functionality challenge, which is pretty unique, I guess. Um, so that's obviously a massive advantage for us. Um, the The second really big advantage that we have is our branding structure in that we we don't do any any paid media. We rely entirely on our brand ambassador network, word of mouth, our uh, partnership with about 300, 350 to 400 nonprofit organizations. And we're able to get our product in the hands of people when they actually need it. And that's an incredible sales experience, right? Because if somebody's getting a muscle cramp while they're on a, mm-hmm. a, an ultra run or or an endurance bike ride or at a Spartan race or something like that. And we're there with an aid station and that cramp goes away in 60 seconds. We really don't have to convince them of anything because we've just proved that it works and we've got consumers for life. So that. Right. Just the, partner with, two, mm-hmm. with, with the mud rudders, with the Spartan races, with the NFL, with professional teams. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? Just as it's, it's all right there. So that exactly that that's phenomenal. That's awesome. You know, would you say that is there looks like, I mean, you're just growing like crazy. Um, Not many competitors. Are you thinking about, you know, brand new facility? Are are you thinking about, you know, buying up other pickle like companies and and growing uh, faster that way? Or like you mentioned, just your ambassadors is how your, your growth strategy is now. What's the game plan to get to, you know, 2025 levels? Yeah, I think I think our strategy is to become known more as a uh, functional uh, functional products company rather than pickle juice. So we have a few other products that are ready for market that we're hoping to be introduced that we're hoping to be able to introduce to the market within the next six months. Now that we have um, our capacity limitations resolved, so um, we're planning to enter the CBD space with a product that is stronger uh, than anything else on the market, cleaner than anything else on the market, and also more affordable than anything else on the market. So we're we're going to be taking a very aggressive entry into the CBD space with, with a product that I think is going to be able to capture a significant portion of that market share. We're also looking at different products that um, 
like a, a recovery product that we designed for our South African market that we may introduce in the United States within the next couple of years, depending on the demand for that space. We, we're looking at nice. a product that increases uh, VO2 max in athletes, um, but is also 100, 100% pure and organic. So I, I think our growth over the next few years is um, A, growing our our flagship brand, Pickle Juice, but also introducing new complementary brands that are not necessarily pickle-related, but um, very much functional product-related. And then, you know, sometimes merger and co-packing deals present themselves. We've done a few collaborations with with breweries. Um, we've done a collaboration with a seltzer company and Rick and Morty. So we're still looking at okay. those things, but we're uh, we're definitely in focused on continuing our growth and 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 becoming as large as we can. Yeah, I didn't know. You know, it looks like you know professional athletes are using this, but you know, let's say you're not going to go run an ultra marathon. You're just going to run a 5K. You know, is this can this still be? you know, used for this, the guy who likes to work out four times a week and go for a three mile run after work. You're like, is this uh, is applicable to the common neighborhood runner? Yeah. I mean, I'll take it one, one step further about 30% of our consumer base are, it fits into the elderly demographic because oh. uh, as we get older, our circulatory efficiency becomes more compromised and we are more prone to nighttime nighttime leg cramps. So our product is used pretty extensively in the aged care space in order to combat and treat uh, nighttime leg cramps. Um, so it, it's not just for athletes, wow. it's, it's for anybody that gets any type of muscle cramp, side stitches, whatever. Um, you don't have to be elite. As a matter of fact, the more elite an athlete is, the less likely they are to suffer from this. Uh, uh, this condition. Sure. So your, your weekend warriors are probably a, a more, pro, more broad consumer from a consumption percentage perspective than your elite athletes would be. Very, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, it sounds like it's just applicable to everything. I mean, the elderly, the, the weekend warriors, you know, the professional athletes, U S overseas, it sounds like a great product. I got to, you know, can you send a sample my way? <laughs> this is great. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. It's in the, it's in the uh, mail. Awesome. You you mentioned you know logistics and supply chain issues. Talk about that. What what have you experienced? Obviously, COVID's got a little supply and demand uh, fun for everybody in the past year or so. But yeah, you know, the floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, um, well, our bottle molds come from Egypt, and apparently there was a guy that didn't know how to park a boat very well, so that slowed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Suez Canal, yeah. Yeah, we had we had about we had about two million preforms on the water stuck oh, in that traffic jam. And then um, you know, we had the um uh the port of Long Beach, I think was backed up and is still backed up. Um, oh, yes. so a lot of our, our deep channel commodity uh lead times have increased you know with with no notice from like four weeks to 20 weeks. So the, the things that we need. Uh, we and, and the the interesting thing is, we purchase everything domestically. Everything we buy comes out of the United States. However, the, some of that downline, like uh, we buy our bottles domestically, uh, we buy our labels domestically, we buy our caps domestically. But some of the really deep downlines, like the the preforms to make those bottles, come from Egypt, for instance. So 
um, the international shipping is just delayed. Uh, fortunately, we don't have anything coming out of the Orient. Um, so we didn't really get stung with uh, the Long Beach backups. But then it's it's more difficult to get trucks. It's more difficult to find open lanes. It's more difficult to, sure. uh, you know, or or even, you know, our customer warehouses. We, we, we send a truck to a warehouse and it, the trailer sits there for a week to be unloaded. So there's oh, wow. a literally week. a shortage of vans, right? You, there, there's, there's, so it, <laughs> yeah. it's just everything. And I think, um, you know, I've, I've talked to contemporaries in, in business and it seems like something that everybody's experiencing. So the being able to have um, downline partners and redundancy is really, really important right now. And, and add to that, there's just a labor shortage, right? It's, it's very, very difficult to find, um, absolutely and labor we we take pride in being very competitive and having a good culture but we it, it, it's just across the board it's very difficult to find labor especially when you're growing your organization uh, we have we have great retention but when you need more people it's it's hard to find them and get them in the door so but again everybody we're not the only ones suffering from this thing. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Yeah, true, no. yeah. Every, especially Long Beach. I mean, you've got so many vessels out there just waiting to get their chance. And the drage companies can only haul so many containers per day because, again, they're short on drivers. So yeah. you can have a million chassis and, and trucks, but you need the drivers. And if everyone's, I'm going to buy a rowboat. And, and just row out to the, <laughs> right. row out to the container ship. Like, hey, chuck some boxes over the side. And... It'll probably be faster. So, <laughs> yeah. well, Philip, you know, great having you on here. Um, any any parting words, or let's say, you know, some listeners are you know excited and want to get in touch with you and your company. How does this work? Yeah, yeah. Um, they can go to any social media channel and, and look up the hashtag pickle juice or then go to our website, picklepower.com and, um, you know, reach out. We've got some cool stuff going on, uh, finding out about our brand ambassadors. Some of the really, really cool people we get to work with on a daily basis is, is super exciting and a lot of fun. And, and again, you know, we're just uh, so lucky and so blessed to, to have such a great support network. And I'm, I'm really fortunate to have such a great staff here, such a great brand ambassador network. I mean, it's doesn't feel like work when you're doing something you absolutely love every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what's the the URL? It's picklepower.com. Picklepower.com. All right. All right. Well, thank you again, Philip. And we will stay hydrated and minimize muscle cramps. So thanks, Andy. <laughs> thanks for having me. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. I'm Andy Barr with Bar Transportation. Now, if you are a successful leader in the food and beverage space, believe in your company, and want to share your story, really look no further. All you have to do is go to bartrans, B-A-H-R-T-R-A-N-S.com, forward slash podcast, forward slash apply, to apply to be on the show. Lastly, if you enjoyed listening to our show, please consider sharing the link or screenshot on your social media account. We want to help as many people as possible who truly believe education and discussion is where it all starts. Of course, if you know someone that would be a great guest, connect with us and we'll explore to see if it's a good fit. Again, thank you for listening to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. And as always, we'll leave you with our favorite quote, preparation 
plus opportunity equals success. Now go crush life, and we'll see you again soon.